0: Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 323. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about the top 10 most valuable brands in the world. And you're going to learn what brands are in the top 10 and looking at them as a potential investment. But first, hit the subscribe button so you're updated on my new podcasts as soon as they're uploaded. And this episode is brought to you by Audible. It's the way I read more books and stay ahead of the curve. Audible is, of course, the easiest way to read books because all you have to do is just listen, like you are right now. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player, and your first audiobook is free. Just visit audibletrial.com forward slash be wealthy and smart. That's audibletrial, A U D I B L E T R I A L dot com forward slash be wealthy and smart. Well, this information is from an article in Business Insider that was written by Ben Lovejoy. And rather than read the article to you, I'm just going to highlight some things that I thought were really interesting in this article. It says that a company called Interbrand writes an annual report of the world's most valuable brands. And Interbrand assesses the all-in value of a brand by analyzing three factors. Number one, the financial performance of the branded products and services. Number two, the role the brand plays in influencing customer choice. Number three, the strength the brand has to command a premium price or secure earnings for the company. Well, this is really important because as an investor, what you're looking at is profitability and earnings, and these things are very important. Brand is also a part of that that's very important. I think of brand as what Warren Buffett called the moat, M-O-A-T, the moat around the castle is what protected the castle. And the brand is what protects a product from being copied by just about anyone. So a diet soda is just a generic diet soda But when you put the brand Coca-Cola on it, now it becomes a moat because you've got a whole history of advertising of Coca-Cola on television. You've got the flavor that people associate with Coke. You've got the differences between Coke and Pepsi and the different taste-offs that they've had. You have lots of different things that go into the branding of this Diet Cola, but it is now a brand that has a moat around it And with Coca-Cola's secret formula, it has that moat of a recipe that nobody can copy and nobody has. So it's interesting that branding is something that really sets a company apart, has value in and of itself, but also becomes the moat. The article goes on to say that Apple is number one, again, the most valuable brand in the world. And it says, It this year estimated that the value of the Apple brand has increased by 3%, relatively modest compared to the five fastest growing brands. The five top growing brands include Facebook with 48% growth this year, who leads for the second year running, Amazon at 29% growth for this year, Adobe at 19%, Adidas at 17%, and Starbucks at 16%. But the top five growing brands are not the same as the 10 most valuable brands. And that, I think, is something I really want to stress is that as long as brands are growing quickly, they might be the better investment than the brands that are already large. Because trees don't grow to the sky. That's one of my favorite sayings. Trees only grow so high they don't keep on growing and growing and growing to the sky. At some point, large companies will get a slower growth rate. Think of it like this. You have a speedboat who's small and able to go fast. Maybe it's a cigarette boat that can go really fast. And then think of an aircraft carrier, which is very large and not able to go that fast. So a small business might be the speedboat, and the speedboat might be growing into a bigger size boat over time and eventually become an aircraft carrier. But when it becomes an aircraft carrier, it's not able to go as fast. And so the growth rate of a very large company typically does slow down. Now, because some of the top companies are in technology, we now have a situation where that growth has changed a bit. It's expanded. The ability to grow has expanded, if you will. Because a virtual company like Facebook doesn't need to own a lot of real estate or buildings or, you know, it's very different from a Toyota that needs to build factories, for example. and needs to make a lot of capital intensive investments in brick and mortar. The article goes on to say tech firms make up 15 of the top 100 companies just behind automotive at 16. So automotive companies... 16 of them are in the top 100 and tech companies 15 are in the top 100. So almost 30% of the companies in the top 100 are made up of tech and automotive. That's not that surprising because there's so much innovation happening in those spaces. Think of all the cars that are being made that are either hybrid or that are going 100% electric in the future. For example, Mercedes announced that they will be 100% electric in 2022. I believe that was their announcement. When you have a virtual company, profitability models are completely different. Think like you're one of the sharks on Shark Tank if you watch that show on CNBC, I love that show. What they're always looking for are large margins, which is the difference between the profit they make per sale and how much it costs to make that particular product. The difference is the margin or the margin of profit. They want lots of profits and they want big sales numbers. They love it when someone has a million dollars of sales in a year or much larger than that in a year. So it's pretty simple. You want a really profitable company that's growing fast and making a lot of sales. Again, thinking back to Coca-Cola... Years ago, that was the model where you had a consumer brand, it was flavored water, you threw some color in there and some caffeine, and you had some pretty big margins because you could sell that water for a lot more money. And Coca-Cola became one of the largest brands in the world and is a lot of the reason for Warren Buffett's wealth. He made enormous wealth with Coca-Cola. But they still had to buy cans and bottles and build bottling plants all over the world and deliver those cans and bottles to store so they had to buy trucks and hire employees and things like that. Now think of Facebook or Google being mostly virtual. They rely on some staff, but their product is virtual in cyberspace. They don't have to deliver or manufacture or mail anything. They only need some office space and some employees to manage it. All right, I've kept you waiting long enough, so let's get into what are the top 10 world's most valuable brands. Number 1 I already said was Apple. Number 2, you guessed it, Google at 141 billion. Microsoft at 80 billion, Coca-Cola number 4 at 69 billion, Amazon number 5 at 64 billion, Samsung number 6 at 56 billion, Toyota number 7 at 50 billion, Facebook number 8 at 48 billion, Mercedes-Benz number nine at 47 billion and rounding out the top 10, IBM at 46 billion. So fully seven out of the top 10 companies are United States companies. Samsung, of course, I believe is South Korea, Toyota, Japan, and Mercedes-Benz is of course German. So there we have the top 10 most valuable brands. Some of those have been around longer than others. Some of those are relatively new to our world and haven't even been in existence that long. And there's a difference between the largest and those that are growing the fastest. And as an investor for growth, you want to look at who's growing fastest. And where is that growth coming from? For Apple, it means they have to invent and come out with a new computer or a new iPhone or a new watch. For Microsoft, it's new software or new games. For Mercedes, it's their electric cars that are due in 2022. So you want to be able to identify where the growth is. Maybe Coca-Cola can continue to grow overseas, but with a health-conscious trend in the United States, are sales going to continue to grow as fast here? Well, maybe, because maybe they've diversified into healthier flavored waters, which I believe they have. So even the brand name can kind of throw off what's really behind the brand because even though Coca Cola sounds like a diet soda company or a soda company, it's diversified into lots of other types of food items and water items. So you want to study up before investing, large companies don't always grow fast. In fact, they tend to move in cycles where Large companies can be in vogue and outperform others, and then they can go out of vogue and small companies outperform during the next cycle. And small companies have actually been outperforming large companies in 2017. So will that continue? Well, if the economy slows, that might just happen because those small companies tend to do well, even if the economy is slowing. But large companies sometimes can uh, be affected by the dollar, by exchange rates, Uh, by the economy and lots of other items. So we'll have to keep an eye on that to see how these companies continue to grow in the next year. For you, your homework is three things. Number one, research the earnings of companies online and determine if their growth rate for one, three, five, and 10 years is increasing, maintaining, or declining. This is both in the past and also looking forward. Does it look like they have some new products and new things that could continue to drive superior growth going forward? Or are they stagnating or maybe even starting to grow a lot slower? Number two, research how companies are going to grow faster in the future and determine whether those things are sustainable. Are those product sales going to be something that continue in the future? There's lots of former technology darlings who are in the scrap pile from years ago, like, RCA, when radio was big and then television came out, RCA kind of went by the wayside and it had been a huge grower for a long time. That was the technology of its day. We had AOL growing huge right into the year 2000 and then being bought out by Time Warner only to see it really dissolve and lose its market advantage and internet dominance. And phone companies like Nokia and BlackBerry that used to be the darlings of the phone world. People thought they would never be replaced, could never be beat. And then Apple came along with the iPhone and changed the whole story with new technology and connecting to the internet online on your your handset device. So look at what are some of the new inventions coming out. Are these something that are gonna change the face of the way we do technology, the way we do work, the way we communicate, the way we use social media, the way we connect? Look at some of the trends coming. And number three, pay attention to potential new companies online and investigate their growth rates. Take a look at companies like Shopify or Wix or Roku and see how they look. They might be the next up and comers, or maybe not, but it is interesting to see the newer companies that are gaining traction, see if they're able to maintain that, what their growth rate is, and look for those increasing earnings that are going to maintain their profitability and allow them to really grow and reinvest in the company and maybe become one of those top 10 largest brands in the future. Hey, have you heard I'm having a summer giveaway through the end of September? You could win six awesome prizes and we're getting down to the very end of this. We have Wealthy Mindset Blueprint audio courses that you could win valued at $197 that are going to show you how to think like a millionaire to become a millionaire or my wealth journal valued at $67 where you learn the six steps to wealth and get my wealth mini course. Here's what you need to do. Just leave a review for Be Wealthy and Smart on iTunes if you have an iPhone or on Stitcher if you have an Android. Like my Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Linda P. Jones fan page. Make sure it's my fan page, please. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Linda P. Jones. And then send me an email to let me know you did it. I'm at lpjhome at gmail.com. All names will be dropped into a hat and the winners will be announced in early October. If you're looking to do something to get to your goal of financial freedom, get my 11 quick financial tips to boost your wealth. There are 11 quick tips anyone can do to get to financial freedom sooner. It's at lindapjones.com. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.